What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This episode of the Dogs Podcast is brought to you by Raycon. Look, it's football season, it's fantasy football season, and lately I've been listening to so many fantasy football and NFL podcasts, and it's been awesome. And one reason it's been so awesome, because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds when I listen. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. They have optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These earbuds are so comfortable, and they will not budge. Trust me, I got so sick and tired of having those little white Apple golf clubs hanging from my ears and always falling out and everything. Raycon's wireless earbuds fit right into my ear and and they just stay there. It's perfect. They are so great and they have their noise canceling so you can hear what you want to hear and cancel out the rest. Raycon gives you eight hours of playtime and a 32 hour battery life. I swear, I only charge mine once a month maybe. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands, and these things are better. Trust me. It's no wonder Raycons Everyday Earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. These things are amazing, so head over to buyraycon.com, use code TPPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TPPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Go to buyraycon.com, code TPPN15. All right, guys, it all comes down to this 58-yard field goal. Man, he's up. Oh, it's going right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, he hit it. Yeah! Let's hear the Dogs podcast. Yeah! Welcome to the Dogs podcast with your host, Blake Reniker. Justin Charles and Josh All. Hey, welcome back to another special one and O episode of the Dogs. It's not another one and O episode because it's the first one ever. That's right. <laughs> the first time the Browns have been one and O since I was knee high to a grasshopper. Uh, if you'd like to get your intro on the show, head to the dogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail in the drop down menu. Big shout-out to Kenny Mack for that awesome intro. Also, big shout-out to Kenny Mack and the rest of the Ottawa Browns backers. The hat that Josh is wearing, the ones that are hanging up, sitting on the table. These are the uh, Ottawa Browns backers hats. He sent us a few of them. We really appreciate it. They look awesome. Uh, the Browns managed to not completely Browns themselves. One a week, one thriller. Uh, before we give you all our thoughts on the game, remember you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. Lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com to become an official Dog Pack member on our Patreon page. we got four fantasy leagues going on right now. I went 0-1. The only league I lost was in the Patreon league this week uh, because Dak Prescott sucks. <laughs> Uh, and I just like, I'm like, okay, he's going to get some garbage time throws now. Nope. Hurt his hand. 
It was awful. I told you guys I lost because I was the second highest scorer of the week. <laughs> and lost and I to played, the guy. And I played the, the number one scorer. So that's frustrating. Very, uh, very. But we got game day threads going on there. We also, uh, if you join the Patreon, you can get access to our Discord. So when the games are going on, people are in the Discord now. Um, basically, you got access to us all the time. Uh, music Mondays. Uh, you get an extra episode every week. It's a ton of fun for everybody involved. It's really grown a lot the last year. So if that's kind of something you're looking for, jointhedogs.com. Become an official Dog Pack member. Uh, before we get into the episode, I want to thank you guys for being patient. We're getting to this a few days later than normal. I don't know if you can tell I'm still like getting over the sickness. I sound like <laughs> crap. I, uh, I can barely see my screen because I can't wear my contacts right now. I didn't want to wear my glasses because I didn't want you guys to make fun of me. Uh, <laughs> so just bear with us. If I sound like a huge piece of crap, hopefully well, I'll... Well, that's normal. I say you are. If but. I sound... Yeah, hopefully I'll get better. Hopefully now next week will like be better. Um, but I couldn't put off the episode any longer. We had to get this out to you. Um, so obviously, Browns win... Big game, Carolina, uh, against our former quarterback. There's a lot of hype going into this game. Uh, I know after the game, Baker said people wanted to play it up like it was the Super Bowl, but there's 16 more games. But he's the one who had T-shirts made specifically for this game. So I don't know who he's trying to kid. That's that's <laughs> Baker post yeah loss. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but we're just gonna get right into it. Obviously, the big part of the game, Cade York. Rookie out of LSU wins us the game, 58-yard field goal, which is seconds to go. Longest field goal ever made by a rookie in their first game. I also thought it was pretty awesome. Phil Dawson, I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He was a pretty decent kicker for the Browns for a while. Longest field goal for the Browns, 57 yards. This kid comes in day one, drills a 58-yard game winner to give the Browns their first home, or not home opener, but season opening win in 18 years. It's insane. It was, it was so impressive, because that's just that's not the way the Browns ever win a game on a last second field goal. That's usually how we lose a game. Yeah, I've seen and it live a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it it was incredible. I mean, he got him special teams player of the week. I'm pretty sure. Um, and when he first kicked it, I was like, oh, he missed it. And then it just. He, ho- he knew what he's he, doing. Yep. He hooked that thing. And it would have been good. People were talking about, you know, how maybe we should have got it called for intentional grounding. And I definitely thought, like, man, that was intentional grounding when it <laughs> happened. But you know what? Screw you guys. I've watched the Browns get screwed by calls and non-calls my whole life. Yep. Uh, Richard Higgins taking a helmet to the helmet in the divisional game two years ago. So I don't want to hear it. Uh, if you don't want the refs to take a game away from you, then play better the first 3.9 quarters. Yeah, Nick Wright said that would have been a 10-second runoff. Yep, loss oh, of a down. And the clock would have been wrong. Basically, it would have been 10 yards further field goal. So from 68, he still might have made it. That's what I was going to – unless still, the clock ran out to zero. But the problem would have been getting the field goal unit onto the field, set up, lined up, and then get it all done before the clock runs out. Yeah. That would have been the yeah. – and 58 so far field goal, 68 real far. Real yeah. far. <laughs> so – but, man, it looked like it would have been good from 70. But I mean, we, and and this is what we talked about last year. We were, you know, we'd have a forty-two yarder, and we'd be like, "Ah, oh, man, it's fourth and four. Let's just go for it." Well, yeah. you know, because they didn't trust the kicker. Can we segue into this then? Yes. Start please. taking the points, please. We never should have been in this situation. <laughs> no, I okay. So I did not listen to Stefanski's press conference afterwards. So if any of you guys did, let did me know not. if he talked about this because I I did. Yeah. I was talking to somebody, and they said, "Well, he kind of mentioned this." Um, 
whenever I was really upset when they didn't take the field goal on that first drive because I thought, okay, first drive, new season, we're on the road, you know, backup quarterback in there. You don't know how this game's going to go. Backup right tackle, backup yeah, center. Just take the three points. Take it, start off with points on the board, and then, you know, we'll play the game. And then as the game went along, you know, there, you know, we score some touchdowns. KU was making the extra points. He made a couple field goals. And it was like, okay, I started thinking if Stefanski didn't want to trot uh, York out there as a rookie on the first drive of his first ever NFL game for a 50-yarder, because I think that's what it would have been, right, a 50-yarder? Something like that. Something like that or close to a 40-plus. You know, and he misses it. His first ever kick, that's going to mess with him the rest of that game, and maybe that last kick of the game doesn't go the same. Well, he wouldn't uh, have had to. Well, I'm just saying, if he gets in that situation, you know, so maybe it was yeah. a confidence that's, thing. That's exactly what he said. Did he say that? Yeah, okay. he did. Um, he didn't want to send him out there and have his first ever kick be a, a decently long one. He wanted to get him some extra points and stuff before he threw him out there to kick a long field goal. But he also, and you guys probably heard, he missed like his final three long kicks of – the warm up, the pregame warm up. Yeah, he said oh, he had a okay. rough warm up. So, so I, I, so now all that. Now I didn't know that part about it, but knowing that, it makes sense why we didn't go for the three at that point in the game, especially with it being a long field goal. But that crap better stop, right? <laughs> so from I, this point forward, this, this offense is not good enough to leave points no. on the yeah. board. No, and I, I get that, but he's an NFL kicker. Like, if we can't trust him to go out there, and I'm not saying, you know, I know he's a rookie, I know all that. If we can't trust him to go out there and make, you know, a 50-yarder, whether he's a rookie or whether he had a bad warm-up or – I mean, we spent a fourth-round pick on him and I, and a great fourth-round pick. I'm not I'm not dogging him. I'm just saying kicker's kick. That's that's why we drafted this guy in all offseason. All we talked about was, you know, we didn't want to have turnover on downs or stupid gimmicky plays where, you know, we have turnovers on down. And when I look at the box score, I see only, you know, two fourth downs attempts. So I guess it's not as bad, but I think that it kind of lingered with me all game where it was like, you know, the first opportunity that we have to get this guy out there, we do a fourth down play, you know. The second fourth down was what, a QB sneak? If yeah, I remember I right. I believe so, yeah. And fourth I, and one, fourth and a half yard, and we got a big QB. Okay. But, man, that was a fourth and what on the first one? Fourth and a couple. And then we didn't even run like a high percentage play, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like a quick out, and Jacoby's not a pinpoint passer. It was just, it was terrible. I was so mad that we didn't take the points right there. Did you think Stefanski's explanation really made any sense to you? It makes, I understand where he's coming from. They're just saying, you know, I'm not going to stick this guy out here and tell him to go bang a 55 yarder in his very first NFL game. I was screaming at the TV. Yeah. (laughs) I was not happy. No, because. The, this, you know, kind of segue into this, too. The offense is not good enough to leave points on the board the first 11 games. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but watching this football game at the end of it, I thought, man, come week 12, we're going to be really freaking good. Yeah. Well, like, I, I watched this game, and I thought, when Deshaun Watson gets on this team, watch out. Because there were, there were definitely guys running routes and throws that Jacoby missed that I thought, Watson's going to put that on a guy, yep. and that's yep. that's gone. So my next point was, you just said, Jacoby Brissett, yikes. <laughs> and and I, coming into this game, Justin all offseason has been talking about how he's not that good. And people have been coming at him saying, he can get this is going to be the best team he's ever played on. Blah. And I've been a little bit like, nah, I don't think he's that good either. But I was maybe not quite as negative as Justin. Josh, you've been like, a Jacoby's a pretty good quarterback. No. <laughs> 
He's not. Man, <laughs> that that first I saw Mark Cooper one on one top of my screen. I was like, this is where they're going. Yeah. And then that, he, that play was he awful. Burns this dude off the line, cooks him. And instead of putting it on, just get it to him now. Yeah. Before the safety can get there. What's he loft it for? Throws a duck. He, he basically just, threw it to the safety. He just lofts it up for, and lets the safety come over. If he puts that on a line, it's Amari Cooper one-on-one in the open field with a full head of steam. on the, It's a touchdown. Yeah, and Amari could maybe juke him or yep. put a move or whatever. It's a touchdown. Yeah. Instead, it was no no yards. And then he misses Kareem Hunt. We got bailed out by the defensive holding. Right. Mm-hmm. But that should have been a touchdown to Hunt. And then our first touchdown. Oh, my God. I mean, we're lucky that the DB just horse collar tackled Amari Cooper before the ball got there. Yeah. And so we got the ball at the one. Well, and that shows you Amari Cooper right there, what he can do route running wise, because that guy completely panicked, had n- no answer to stop Amari Cooper, except I just have to, you know, throw my arm around his neck and put him down. Yeah. I I wanted to say this the Stefanski play calling and play design, people were screaming off, off season that he was terrible. Stop. If this game showed me anything, we had just talked all offseason about how this wide receiver room we don't think is that great. We had dudes running wide open everywhere. Yeah, yep, we did. Everywhere. People wide open, and we just couldn't get them the ball for a second year in a row. I know it was only get one game. <laughs> uh, but Stefanski's not the problem. Now, maybe no. does he need to take the points more? Okay, yeah, yep. then I, we can talk about that. But his play design and his play calling is not the issue here. Mm-mm. Not the issue at all. Um, I thought DPJ had a great game, even if, I mean, he might not have popped off the numbers, but man, it seemed like every time we needed a big catch, it was DPJ who came up with it. You know he, who he, rem- oh, go ahead. I say he made some nice grabs. He yeah. really did. He reminded me of Higgins. Like, I felt like he was that guy for us this year. Like every time that we needed a play and it was looking rough, I felt like he kind of bailed us out and it wasn't like easy catches. They were all Tough diving. Catch, yeah. Yeah. Low to the ground, um, so I that was that was super impressive. I I thought he looked great in an off season where people talked a lot of about how he hasn't been that impressive so far yeah. for the Browns. You know, he looked like Mister Reliable. I, I like yeah. the Higgins, only a way more explosive, better, yeah. faster, stronger. Yeah, Richard Higgins. Um, I'd like to see David Joku get involved more in the passing game. I just don't know if anybody's going to put up good numbers for the first 11 weeks as far as the passing game's concerned. Okay, there you go. Tough. I was going to say, as far as the passing game, I... I thought David Joku was excellent blocking this game, mm-hmm. though. The whole offensive line did well. I mean, we rushed for uh, 217 yards. That doesn't suck. <laughs> no. You know, that sounds like Oregon when they play some low-life Pac-12 team. Uh, but... He blocked really well, but man, one catch, seven yards. He just got a huge contract extension for, and then comes out and gets one catch. Yeah. Um, did anybody else when Anthony Schwartz got his first pass and he dropped it? Were you guys just like this mother effer? You know what I said. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It can't be repeated on a podcast. Can no. not. Nope. But I will say this: I thought Schwartz bounced back and had a, a good game for him. I think I texted you guys right away and I said he needs cut at right immediately after the game. <laughs> just cut. Don't don't even bring him back to Cleveland. He came back. He had maybe one of the biggest catches in the game. And I he was huge when catch. that ball went through the air and I saw ten. I was like, crap. You know, I, just in that split second, in my mind, I thought <laughs> I was, this is hitting the ground. Same. We are screwed. I looked at, down. Looked at that jersey number and I was like, yep, okay, it's <laughs> a rat. <laughs> We're done. Here's the thing: <laughs> when he caught it, I think almost every Browns fan. In the country, probably had the same reaction. Oh, 
He actually caught that. Yep. That's exactly yep. like when he caught that. I was like, Schwartz. Wait, what? No, Schwartz. Schwartz. He caught it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no I, Schwartz. <laughs> I did like that after his drops defense, he came back to him with an end around mm-hmm. and it actually went well. Then later he got another end around and he actually broke a tackle. I was like, hey, what's gotten into this guy? Now, remember week one last year, we said the same <laughs> thing about this guy. So no, I'm, I'm going to need to see some more. But it was it was encouraging to see the terrible preseason not totally follow him. No, and I think what we got week one out of him is, at least for the time being, probably what you you can expect. If we can get a catch or two out of him, a couple end arounds, yeah. you know, um, he did. He had two carries for 20 yards. So, I mean – that's that's pretty good. Ten yards of carry is not half bad. Yeah. So that is significantly better than anything we got out of him in the preseason. You know, whenever I saw uh, in the Packers game, um, Christian Watson running wide open down the sideline, <sighs> and Rodgers puts it right in his right in his hands, and he just dropped it. Yeah. I just thought, huh, he's got Anthony Short speed yeah. and hands. Not to get off topic, by the way, but the uh, the Packers looked like doo doo. <laughs> It wasn't good. I don't know who that called was that. Not good. Devontae Adams uh, had more yards than the receiving than all the receivers combined for Green Bay in that game. <laughs> yeah, so it's very rough. I don't like to toot my own horn too much. That's oh, shocking. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. So I my my them and the Lions are both own one. It's going to be a tight race. It's going to be a tight race. <laughs> People said I was insane, um, but okay. So another thing I had nobody can cover Cooper one on one. This kind of right. falls in line. We just talked about this, but every time you, he only had three catches, 17 yards. But man, if we had a quarterback, who knows what he would have done? He was so open all the time. All the time. Yep. It was crazy. Um, he looks good out there. Yep. I think one thing I want to mention we got out of this game with no injuries. And that's yeah. not something our division rivals can say. Baltimore and, and Pittsburgh both decimated. And Cincy. Well, it's not decimated, but I mean, lost the guy. So, I lost a big, re- a big receiver for them. Oh, Higgins. Just, yeah, Higgins is out. No, it's so, just a concussion, though. It's probably a week. I don't know. We'll see. Unless he's one of those guys that's like a lifelong concussion. That's true. Um, <laughs> do come around. Obviously, the offensive line played well. I already talked about how many rushing yards we had. I think you saw the recipe for success for the Browns. A lot of Nick Chubb. Yeah. A lot of Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Can, mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody can quietly have 141 yards rushing and average 6.4 yards a carry, but Nick Chubb did somehow. Yep, very you, quietly. It was they started flashing numbers, you know, at the, toward the end of the game, and I was like, "What? Were you guys surprised how many touches he ended up having?" Yeah, because I, I like going. I mean, I knew, I knew it was going to be very run heavy. I thought it was going to be run heavy, uh, considering you know Brissett was going to be the quarterback. But, uh, like, at the end, I think he had 23, 24 touches or something like that total. And I was like, man, it's a lot of Nick Chubb. It's a lot to deal with if you're a defense. You know, for all the people, like, on YouTube that wanted to bounce in and, and say that we were crazy saying Nick Chubb was, like, the best pure running back in the league, no, it's not, watch the game. It's not crazy, He bro. is so good to watch run the ball. I mean, he's so smooth. And then you don't really see a guy his size be able to, like, sidestep and juke a Jump and move on a guy cut. and then yes. just run through the next guy. How many times do you think, like, at the line, like, oh, this isn't going yeah, anywhere? Yeah, he's going to get tackled for a loss. Straight through, six, seven yards. Yep. Yeah, he, just sidesteps and just, ah, he's, he's so good. People like to talk about how powerful Derrick Henry is, and obviously he's, he is, but Nick Chubb is up there. Yeah. I mean, that this dude's an animal in the weight room. I mean, that stiff arm he put on that Steelers guy, <sighs> it's on repeat in my brain all the time. Yep. Um, 
He's he's amazing. Then Kareem Hunt, eleven carries, forty six yards, a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. That that is just a one two combo. That if Brissett can just make a little bit of plays in the air, nobody's going to stop our run game. Yeah, he's just got it. He's just got to hit a couple. If he just hits a couple of these, this can be the recipe for eleven games. The problem is, is people just watch this Carolina game and they're going to go. Well, Brissett can't hit a broadside of a barn. So let's just pack the box back up, and they're not going to be able to run the ball on us. So hopefully he's just got to hit a couple. Well, and with how open our receivers are, hopefully that starts to connect. Yes. And again, I, I, I'll i give him a pa- a little bit of a pass just on the fact that he did not get a whole lot of the starters reps in camp because Deshaun was taking those. He did not get a whole lot of run in the preseason or any type of rapport with a lot of these guys. So – I'll give him a little bit of a pass. If week two looks just as bad, now we got some serious problems. But I expect Jacoby to come out and look a little better. It was halftime, and I was like, Jesus, somebody <laughs> called Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> I, was saying, I was like, something. This is this is rough. I was just like – but then at the end of the game, it, it's easier to look at these things after a win. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, this is how we're going to have to win six games. We're probably not going to blow anybody out in these six games – these six wins at the end of these games, if we win them, we're going to be going, we should have won that by three scores, and we had to kick a 58-yard field goal to win it. That's just the way – that's the recipe. That's the way it's going to be until Deshaun gets back. But I will say, I mean, and we talked about this a lot at the end of last season and the offseason. We scored 26 points. You know, last year we were losing games while holding people under 20. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it is good to see that we are up closer. You know, we're past 20. We're close to 30. You know, yeah, they scored 24, but at least we were able to score points. Yeah, and I know we're going to transition into defense soon, but we might be able to count on our defense to – Carolina had five fumbles total. They recovered all five of them. But if our defense can force some turnovers and get us really good field position, I mean, they can do that. They're good enough Mm -hmm. to do that. Oh, absolutely. I think think that's going to really help us. Well, and that's another big thing. I mean, they ran – we ran 74 offensive plays, and they only ran 50. Yeah, I thought it was even less than that. That's crazy. It, I mean, that's, that's a huge yep. difference. Yep. Uh, I said it's the offensive line played well as a unit, but the guy I was concerned about, uh, Jedrick Wills, not, did, not, did not play a good game. No. I think no, I didn't. saw his PFF grade was like 50. It was less than that, man. I just not, pulled it up. It was like 42-something. I got to pull it up again, but it was, uh, it was not good. By the way, when I was talking about time of possession, the episode before this, I said if we had the ball for 45 minutes, and then we said that's kind of ridiculous. We had it for 38. 38, yeah. <laughs> we had it for a long time. Um, I mean, it, help, it doesn't help when they have a one-play drive. That's going to sway that in our favor. But, um, no, Jedrick Wills, and then somebody on Twitter put up like 10 plays of his. He just looks like he doesn't really try. His effort looks not great. I I don't know. Like he, I'm nervous about his future on the Cleveland Browns if he doesn't turn it around. That's I feel like bad, he's man. he's That's being kind of carried by other great players around him, two great running backs, and Bill Callahan because he he is not every day. I'm thinking, man, we should have drafted Worfs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> How uh, so? Out of 64 eligible tackles, where do you think he's at? 60. <laughs> yeah, 60. Did I guess right? Yes, that is right. 60. <laughs> You're right. His wow. grade was uh, 51.7. Um, 
run pass block score of 43-63 on the uh, pass block. I'm telling you, I watched a couple of these plays on this video. He gets beat by his dude and then just stands there and watches this dude chase Jacoby. And then Jacoby comes running past him, and he doesn't step up. He literally, uh, I missed, I missed, so I guess I'm just going to take this play off. If I saw that out of a junior high player I coach, I'd take him out. Rip him an a hole, you know what I mean? And uh, and he's doing this in a professional game. It's I don't know. He just he half looks like he doesn't want to be there. Like oh, I got I got paid, so I think I'm just gonna stream video games now. Him and, with him and Kyler Murray. Oh, going back to what you said, Josh, about scoring, you know, more than we were scoring last year. This kind of bothers me. We only scored two touchdowns. Yes, Cade York outscored the rest of our offense by a lot. <laughs> No, the the offense, I think the offense is going to very much be what we just saw. I think it's going to be a lot of Cade York, and it's going to be managing the clock, a lot of Nick Chubb, a lot of Kareem Hunt, and just pray to God Jacoby can hit Amari Cooper when he's wide freaking open. But, if you know, if a lot of Cade York's okay because, like you just said, I mean, he scored 12 points on his field goals the other day, and our offense scored 14. I mean, if we can, we got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. We, we're going to get at least one or two touchdowns every game. And then if we can just bank on those field goals to get us up over 20 and our defense can hold people under 20, we can hold this together until we get our quarterback. Yes, hopefully. We just, the way I look at it is the magic number six, we just checked one off. Yep. yep. Five to go. One yep. down, five to go. Yep. Yep. Um, and we're going to get, I think we have a very winnable game this week. So the record for most 50 plus yard field goals in a season is 27. Back in 1960. Oh, wow. Wow. Where'd you come with that at? I just Googled it. One down, 26 to go. York might get those uh, (laughs) by week 11. Hey, Browns fans, let's just take a quick break from the action to talk to you guys about DraftKings Sportsbook. The NFL's opening week was action-packed, and it's just getting started. The Browns started off the season 1-0 for the first time since 2004. Let's get it going, guys. Get ready for week two of touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. You want more action? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. This Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win, and I'm going with the Browns over the Jets, baby. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets Instantly, when you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, so then we'll transition to the defense. I thought they played out of their minds for yes. three and a half quarters. Oh, they look good. Just Real two good. plays, two bus coverages, yep. almost caught. And that's those are the little things when you're playing a backup quarterback, you have to, on the other side of the ball, then you got to be close to perfect because you played amazing for 99% of this game, but one busted coverage and we almost lost a game because mm-hmm. of one busted coverage. That's how much of a hindrance this offense is right now. The defense has to pick it up. And they did, again, for three and a half quarters. I thought Miles was unbelievable. Yeah. He's the highest uh, graded defensive player in the league this week and not just his two sacks i just thought i felt him the whole game in the run in the pass his Mm -hmm. pressures it wasn't like a miles game where you only see him on his one sack and you didn't see him the other 60 plays 
I, I knew where Miles Garrett was every single play. Yep. It, having him and Clowney on that line, like we talked about it after the preseason, made such a difference. Yeah. Because, I mean, Clowney, <laughs> yeah. so glad we got him back. By the yep. way, do you think the defensive players and Joe Woods listened to the podcast? Because I said, <laughs> hey, if you can't get there, just put your hands up. Yeah. <laughs> and at one point, Baker had more batted balls than he had completions. They yep. didn't have to listen, dude. They played with him last year. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. They knew it, yeah. I thought uh, I thought Taven Bryan played well. Yeah. I thought he got called for a BS rough in the past. <coughs> that, was, that was one of the worst calls. And even the the announcers, commentators on TV were like, what's, NFL, like, what's the guy supposed to do? The NFL is too soft. It's sucks. straight up. It is it, you can't even tack, you can't even put any contact on the quarterback. I mean, he had he was releasing the balls. He was getting hit. He didn't drive him into the ground. He just all he did was tackle him. What are you supposed like, to do? It's Seriously, football. What are you really supposed to do? Like I don't understand. Like what they? Oh, let me just push him really hard. I, and I don't understand like how it's acceptable. <laughs> how the the commissioner? Well, I mean, we all know he's a, you know what? Yeah. But how can he watch that product and be like, well, that's just the way we want it to be now? Yeah. No, that's awful. And the thing is, so you know, you were talking about what what's a guy supposed to do as a defender. <laughs> Do you, do you just push him? Do you just try to bat the ball down? Well, you can't do that in the league anymore because everybody's starting to move to these more mobile quarterbacks. Yeah. You can't do that to Lamar Jackson. No. If you don't wrap him up and put him on the ground, he could run for 15, 20 yards. And here's the thing. There was an opportunity for a safety there. Yeah. I, I'm going for two. Yeah. I don't care. Hey, throw the – I'm and I'm cool with it. Hey, I'll take 15 yards. It was a garbage goal. Yeah, as soon as they showed the replay on that, I thought, I don't even care about yeah. that penalty. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get one back later on in the game when it matters. Yeah, at the end, last drive. Yes, which a lot of people were complaining about that one too. But oh, his helmet, whatever. his helmet definitely hit it. I might not love the call, but tough. They owed us one. Yep, we're not allowed to have glass bottles in our stadiums anymore. <laughs> you owed us. That's <laughs> um, I thought Grand Delpit. I, I don't know. Was he part of the the busted coverage or was it John Johnson? I'm not sure, but he did have the pick. Um. I thought Alex Wright played well. I heard his name a couple times. I thought the mm-hmm. our interior D line played better than I was expecting them to. Yep. Um, I think McCaffrey only had what thirty some yards rushing. Yeah, he had fifty seven yards of total offense. We yeah. shut him down. It, that all came on basically one big play too. Yeah. A lot of that. Yeah, he and, had ten carries for thirty three yards. And if like I'm a Carolina fan, I'm going. Why is Christian McCaffrey only carrying the ball ten times? Yeah. You know what I mean? They threw the ball what, way more than I thought they were going to. They only threw it 27 times. Well, they, just, but that's over half of their plays, though. Oh, that's true. I, I for, how, for how much they had the ball, I thought, man, they're throwing like almost every play that they have. They were down two scores a lot of the game. That's true. And we were tackling McCaffrey in the back. But even in the yeah. beginning, it was like Baker pass, bat. Baker pass, batted down. Baker pass. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. I, I was, turnover. Yeah. Yeah, I was laughing funny. so hard. We're going to get to it, but man. <laughs> um, so I was, watched a video on YouTube of a Panthers fan, and the title was a little bit misleading. But all of the comments, it was about the Ward uh, and Moore matchup. And okay. uh, all his fans commenting were saying, like, Ward's going to get smoked. like By DJ. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, that's all these Panthers fans were saying that. Like, it was, it's super funny. It didn't age well at all, dude. Do you remember, do you, or, uh, I hardly heard Ward's, Ward's uh, you, I think you talked about it, that chart of all the alpha receivers that he covered last year and yeah. how bad they played against him. Yeah. I think it's funny. It's just what happens, man. No, so we can come back to the defense, but we'll use that as a segue. I just thought it was just 
pure bliss and magic. All this talk, ever since Baker went to the, the Panthers, all of a sudden the Panthers were being looked at nationally as like some up-and-coming team. They just all of a sudden, look at all these nice pieces they got. The Browns, Justin kept sending it. The article that said NFL.com NFL.com says the Browns are no longer that talented of a team, (laughs) but the, in the Panthers are this up and coming team. They were favored to beat us. I was disrespected, bro. I was just like, like, the hell out of here. Two months ago, they were the 26th ranked roster. We were the sixth, like, give me a freaking break. I'm just so happy. We put that to bed. Instantly, Baker looked like complete Baker dog poo for three quarters. And people on Twitter are still trying to argue with me. Baker Baker played well. He um, no, no, he didn't. Before he hit that seventy yard bomb on a busted coverage, he had a hundred and sixty yards passing. He had four or five batted balls. Four I got fumbles. his stats. You want me to read them? Yeah. 16 of 27, 235 yards, one touchdown, one interception, sacked four times, four balls batted down, four fumbles. Jesus, guy sucks. That's what I wrote at the end. <laughs> well done. Uh, a 37.2 QBR. And I'm just so happy we can put – if you watch this game, you now know why the Browns moved on. Yeah. Because yeah. You, you just – first of all, you and you saw Baker as a whole. For three quarters, he was awful. And then in the last quarter, he comes alive a little bit, hits a couple throws – but they still lost. It's just never going to be good enough. He's just not that good. I'll say one thing in Baker's defense. If he had Cage York the whole time he played for the Browns, he would have had more wins. That's fair. <laughs> I got into an argument with a guy a couple of days ago, and he's like, how's Jacoby Reset working out? That looked pretty rough, man. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, hey, man, first game, you know. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, you know, Baker, he looked terrible. He's in a new system. I said, oh, you kind of mean like Jacoby Brissett? <laughs> he's like, yeah, but. Uh, we didn't trade know. three first-round picks for Jacoby <laughs> no, Brissett. No, and, and I, you and know, that's, that's it's just cool one thing, thing after the other with. I, my thing is, if you're if you're that much into Baker Mayfield, if you're feeling that, bro, that much, move on. So We don't need you. You look at We're both, good. both these quarterbacks and how they played on Sunday. One of these teams that quarterback is their starter. Their franchise guy, they're saying, they, moving and, and forward. And the other team, that guy's just a placeholder for now. Yeah. yeah and, which is And nice. I was, I said something, I commented, I think it was on Quincy Carrier's Twitter, because he said something about, like, where's all these Baker people? They're usually always in my mentions. And I said, I can't wait to hear the excuses. Yeah. And somebody, and people just immediately, what does he need excuses? He played well. I was like, there's no way you watched this football game and thought that Baker Mayfield played well. I, there's no way. Pump faking into bad throws, into sacks. I mean, just the stuff that we saw Baker do so often last year. I, yeah, I think I finally I just told the guy, I said, listen, I said, come at me when the Panthers win five games and Matt Corral's your starter next year. Right. That, that's okay, because that's what's going to happen. They're not winning that. They're not good. They're not good. They suck, and their coach is awful. It's just. Yeah, th- it'll I, be a, a new head coach and. Probably like Bryce Young or CJ Stroud next year. Yes, the way they're going to go. And I'm not, or it'll be Matt Corral. I don't. I think they'll they'll Uh, have to get somebody. I'm not the only one who felt like the disrespect too. Even Miles came out and was like, some of the things this week, Mm -hmm. you know, had us a little bit amped up. There's no way. I mean, it was it was insane. The people, the the way people were talking about the Panthers, like they were just they were all of a sudden going to be the Bills. Well, and like you said, you know, Baker's the one who 
put out the t-shirts before the game. It was just like last year whenever he'd say, oh, the shoulder's not an injury, not a problem. I was doing fine in practice. And then as soon as they got smoked and he looked like crap after the game, oh, that shoulder's really bothering me. <laughs> Did you guys, uh, I don't know if you guys read into the t-shirts anymore. I read like a really funny article. So they put the t-shirt out, right? And then they couldn't even get them out in time for the game. So all these people are like super pissed, like, hey, you owe me $33. You couldn't even get me my off-the-leash T-shirt, which, come on now. It was definitely designed for this game. Um, if, you bought, yeah. if you bought that T-shirt as a Panthers fan, uh, yeah. you deserve to lose that money. And yeah. Not, yeah. Still not get the shirt. Absolutely. So I just that, I had to get that off my chest. Like, the disrespect coming into this game was insane. Insane. Yeah. So, the last thing I put on here then is, can this model win us six games? So, the, if let's look at some of our upcoming games. You got the Jets, the Steelers, man, I'm not so sure now. I'm not so sure. They're just always... Ugh. They're just always good at yep. defense. Mitch said their offense is going to have a killer mindset moving forward. I th- can't wait. I think we can <laughs> beat them. wait. But there's a chance that's going to be like a, a, a 10-7 kind of ball game or but something. But at least uh, TJ Watt won't be out there. That's when we correct. That's really Part nice. of their team. Um, Straight up. Panthers, okay, that's done. Jets, we're going to get into that. I, I'd like to think so. Falcons, I'm all of a sudden a little bit more. They looked okay. Against the Saints. Mm-hmm. Chargers going to be. Real tough. That's going to be, yeah, we might have to put that one in the other column. Um, don't give up yet. <laughs> Patriots, I think that's a win. They looked like absolute dog crap, yeah, too. I think you they were right about that. Yeah, they now, it was only one game, and I know everybody wants to react on week one, but, boy, Blake, I think you might be right about the Patriots this year. Yep. Um, and then the Ravens, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills, Bucks. I'm going to be honest. So, Jets, so we already got the one, so we need uh, five more. Jets. Falcons. Got to get the Falcons. Patriots. Mm-hmm. Where are you getting two more? I'm saying Steelers. Uh, get, let me get let me get some stock in that. Uh, I think we can win that game. Yeah, I think home. we can with win our, Halloween with our night. Defense. Halloween night. Yeah. I think against we can the win Halloween night. That, to <sighs> me, that's to me because if you if you if not, you're banking on beating Baltimore at Baltimore, Miami at Miami. Buffalo at Buffalo. Now, the thing about Joe Burrow is he's not historically done that well against the Browns. And Correct. I mean, he just, you saw Sunday through four interceptions. I mean, Denzel Ward's going to take Jamar Chase and do what he did to every number one receiver. So, we do. I, I think you're right, John. I think the Bengals could be one of those wins. I think, I, I'm picking us to be, to win that game. For you gotta, sure. You got to go. I think 4-0 has to be the, hopefully the start. And then Patriots-Bengals. Because... Do I think we can beat the Ravens? Yes, but yes. at Baltimore, it's gonna be tough. It's tough. It's gonna be a, that'll have to be a defensive. Yes, at Baltimore's tough. At Miami's tough. At Buffalo is obviously tough, <laughs> and then at home against the Bucks. The Bucks might not be quite as good depending right? yeah. on how many guys they got back by that point in the season. But it's it's gonna be every week. I'm gonna get more and more gray hair. Yeah, <laughs> because fair. it's I, it's never gonna be pretty. It's going to be a lot of games like we just watched for the next 11 weeks. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just – I was going to be so upset if we lost because we have to win the ones that we're supposed to win. We have to beat the Panthers. We have to beat the Jets. We have to beat the Falcons. We have to beat, in my opinion, the Patriots. Hopefully the Steelers. Like, you can't afford to lose one because if you lose one of those, now you're going, okay, so I'm going to go into Buffalo and beat Buffalo with Jacoby. Probably not. Probably not. If Brissett continues to overthrow people or just not see wide open guys, I don't know if we can win six games. 
I feel it's you. Fair. I feel you there. I, I was very much not on like the, the should we look at Dobbs thing, but could it be much worse? Than <laughs> should we, we look at Dobbs? Oh, man. Well, okay, Brissett still, he didn't throw an interception. Agreed. He, he didn't throw a pick, and we won the game. And we don't want to jump the gun too early after one game. I'm just saying the Jets are supposed to be pretty bad. Yep. This it, is, that's if he why comes I, out and he's it's the same thing against the Jets. Got a problem. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, again, all summer long, he did not take the starters reps. He didn't play in the preseason. So that was kind of his game action tune-up game. It I mean, Joe Burrow looked bad too. Yep. Right. It so. wasn't pretty, but... You know, the Jets, like you said, presents a great opportunity. It's a great get. Even though we won, it's a great get-right game for that offense, for Jacoby, for the passing game. Just get on the same page with Cooper, and I think we're, yes. we're good. Yep. So, we'll see there. Um, so, that's kind of what we thought about the Carolina game. Um, let us know what you guys thought. Hopefully, you guys still remember it. I know it's been like five days now. That's my fault. Uh, and The longer this episode goes, just the more and more crappy I sound, so I apologize. Hey, one thing I do want to say before we move on to anything else is that I'm pretty sure, unless my eyes deceived me, the very first tackle of the season on that kickoff was DeAnthony Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw 37 getting up from the pile, and I'm like, sweet. Which, and I don't know if you guys have got to watch it. Did you get to watch episode eight of Building the Browns? I have not. I got caught up on a lot of episodes last night. Like, the whole second half of the episode is all about DeAnthony Bell. It was awesome. So I was like, man, this is pretty cool. Like, we had him on first. (laughs) Yeah, good for him. (laughs) Yep. Uh, So go check that out if you guys are interested more about Anthony Bell. Hey Browns fans, let's take a quick break to talk about the most important part of the NFL season, that pregame meal. Whether you got your grill at the tailgate or in the backyard, you want to make sure you're serving the best meats to the crazy fans around you. And if you want the best, you have to get the best. Omaha Steaks. You've heard us talking about Omaha Steaks for a while now because they are without a doubt the best steaks we've ever had. And it's not just the steaks. All the food from Omaha Steaks is top of the line, delicious, juicy, and best of all, you can get a great discount with our promo code. Just go to omahasteaks.com and enter DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, into the search bar. You'll get a special price on the All-American Assortment. And as a tasty bonus, you'll also get 12 ultra-juicy Omaha Steak Burgers for free. The All-American Assortment includes 16 mouth-watering entrees with four famously fork-tender, double-trim, butcher's-cut filet mignons, four pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts. Wow, is anyone else getting hungry? Plus so much more. No one, and I mean no one, comes close to matching the flavor, tenderness, and the value of Omaha Steaks. Visit omahasteaks.com and type keyword dogs into the search bar. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword dogs. With Omaha Steaks, the Browns fans of your watch party will know you're the alpha dog. Now back to the show. Oh, Uh, So obviously, week two, home game for the Browns, home opener. We play the Jets and Joe Flacco. Zach Wilson's still hurt. Um before we get into the game, we did want to talk about, you know, kind of like the second biggest news of the week so far. For the first time in, what, five, six, seven years, something like that, Browns are going to have a midfield logo. It yeah. voted on by the fans. It's the running kind of Heisman version of Brownie, Brownie the Elf. What do you guys think? <laughs> okay over there. I I'm like struggling, it. <laughs> guys. I'm not going to lie. I am struggling. So I was initially surprised that so many people had never heard of it, the, the logo, the the, the oh, Browns. Outside of Cleveland or inside of Cleveland? Outside, but okay. until I realized I don't really know the history of any other team's logos. So <laughs> That's fair. Um, I like it. I like the logo, though. I think uh, one of our Patreon members said it was like uh, it's like a very for Cleveland thing. Like, mm-hmm. It's yes. for the fans. It's yeah. not for 
the rest of the world, like, they don't matter. It was voted on by the fans. And to quote, you know, best Browns coach of the last decade, if you don't wear art in brown and orange, you don't matter. You don't matter. <laughs> you don't matter. <laughs> so uh, that's the way I look at it. I kind of love that people outside of Cleveland – aren't digging it and aren't into it because I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's fair. Like, I don't care. You're not a Browns fan. I don't, I could care less what you think. It about is funny it. to see the the comments and the, you know, even just like these media people saying like, why did they pick this? This makes no sense. Like, it's kind of dumb looking. And it's like, you just have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a awesome. big Pat Mac. That makes me fan. like it more. Yeah. I'm a big Pat McAfee fan, but like they were ripping on it. And I just, I'm like, you guys have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. You have no idea. Rich Eisen was talking about how bad it was, and I was just like, screw you, Rich Eisen. I never want to hear from Rich Eisen again. <laughs> no, like, go run the 40. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't mind it. I think it's kind of cool. I Like, I, I think it's a nice little shout-out to the history. Like, you know, they, they've they been kind of, last, especially last year, they had the 75th, and then, you know, you bring that back. Um, it's my favorite Cleveland logo. There's What's one thing I don't like. When Barry Shuck informed us that it was based off of the Maslin Tiger logo, I like yeah. liked it a little bit less. After that. <laughs> I bet you did. I bet you did. Yeah, which, by the way, if you want some history on Brownie the Elf, we actually just, we had Barry Shuck on, I mean, a, like, going on almost ago. a year yeah. ago. That was yesterday, man. Yeah. I threw this beard out yeah. one day. And, uh, <laughs> and he actually gave us a big history about Brownie the Elf. I think we actually have Brownie root beer sitting up on the table. That's yep. right. Um, so we just went back, cut it out, reposted it. So if you guys are interested in about Brownie the Elf and the history of it and stuff like that, check that out on our page. It's a uh, pretty cool video. Barry knows a ton about Brown's history, so super informative. I, I didn't vote, but this was the one I was going to vote on if yeah. I did. Thursday night next week on primetime against the Steelers will be awesome to listen to what the commentators have to say about that logo. Oh, oh they'll be confused. That's going to be cool. I mean, but everyone's going to see it now. I, I just I just saw somebody on Twitter was like, it's this guy I always go in, get into it with because he's annoying. He's a fake Browns fan, in my opinion. Um, but he was like, this is just another reason why I don't like this on our field, another reason for people to hate us. And I said, screw them. Yeah. It's, it's been yeah. Cleveland against the world my whole life, and it will be for the rest of my life. Yep. If they're not here, we don't give a crap about their opinion. We're going to put on the field what we want to put on the field. And if you don't like it, tough. Let's we go the, be the bad guys and win a Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Bring it. Yeah. Let's do it. I don't care. No. Because, I mean, look at the narrative change on Baker. It's always been about Cleveland. It was never about Baker. Yeah. People hate Cleveland. Just like yeah. Deshaun Watson, whenever it was, oh, if he goes to Atlanta or New Orleans, like, it was, where's he going to go? Who's going to be the next Super Bowl favorite? Yes. He goes to Cleveland, all of a sudden, he's this, you know, criminal. Yeah. And Cleveland's, you know, fans Criminal supporters. Horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's yeah. my favorite thing was when Baker was on the Browns, it was – how stupid are we to think he's the guy? He's not the guy. He sucks. He leaves and goes to the Panthers, and it's they're a playoff team with a healthy Baker. The Browns are stupid for letting him go. It's it's always Cleveland against the world. Yeah. So if you're a true Browns fan, you understand that. You're sticking with us, and we'll get you there. Yeah. Like, screw everybody else. I couldn't believe this guy's like, I just don't – nobody else likes it. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Quit being such a – like Was that, that his Twitter tone? Yeah. yeah. That's, 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 that's how, how I read it. Twitter, like, oh, God, these teams aren't going to like it. Oh, jeez. Like, shut the hell up. <laughs> Freaking man up. Who gives a shit what they think? Maybe. Did he, did he do the hand thing? Too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, as he's like typing it, like, oh, oh God. They don't like it. They think it's stupid. Mom, oh, can I have God. another Hot Pocket? Uh. Uh, I, this guy just gets on my last nerve. So. I, I can tell. <laughs> yeah. 
He's going to be really upset when he watches this. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, so wow. that's what we think about the logo. What do you guys think about the logo? Um, so now, obviously, the Jets preview coming into this game. They, I think they ran the ball pretty well with Michael Carter in their first game. Um, so we got to be cautious of that. Just don't we let just handle CMC. I think I think we're cool. Don't let Joe Flacco sling it around on us, please. Yeah. Like, just we have a history with this guy. He's played against us a lot of times. Just just don't let old Joe Flacco come in here and just somehow turn back the clock. Yeah, and sling it around the yard. <laughs> this this defense fifty nine times last yeah, week. Yeah, he did. Oh, this man. defense is not the same defense he ever that's fair that is fair i mean we have we have a real defense yeah that is that is very accurate um did garrett wilson do anything in their first game i do not think so but he's also a rookie i think Corey Corey davis Corey davis had like a six for what 80 yard kind of kind of game something like that yeah yeah. michael carter had a nice game Mm -hmm. i'm don't wrong like i've always said like the jets like they have pieces in place there, right. There's nice pieces there. I, I like Elijah Moore a lot. I'm not a fan of Corey Davis because Blake thinks he's better than A.J. Brown. I don't think he's better. <laughs> just at that point in the season, he was having just I as good just, of a season. I love just keep bringing that up. It's uh, my favorite. Garrett Wilson love did have uh, four catches for 52 yards. That's, okay. a, that's not, not a bad, bad. game. Nope. Uh, I think Elijah Moore is really good. Yes. Um. So... There's some things we got to do. You know, they held Lamar to 17 to 30. Uh for 213 yards yeah um so and they were the uh ravens only ran the ball for 63 yards yeah I was gonna the ravens say. even win this game I, like if you, if you if you look at these stats i'm going lamar didn't dice them up through the air he only had 211 yards they only ran the ball for 63 yards like what what did they do well enough to win this game by three scores uh, probably defense because <laughs> <laughs> the Jets threw it 59 times. Yeah, I guess the Jets just didn't score. Yeah. I mean, he threw – he had 307 yards, but he only had one touchdown. Um, so, we got to come out. We got to play good defense again. Just get pressure on Joe Flacco. He's like 180 years old. Okay, just get pressure on him. Um, is he a better quarterback than we just placed week one? Eh, who knows? <laughs> uh, I will tell you this. We're probably not going to bat five balls down. Because no, he's a know, lot taller. Yeah, he's a lot taller. Um, come out, control the clock again. I expect to see a lot of Nick Chubb and a lot of Kareem Hunt again. And let's just hit on some of these chunk plays offensively. Let's look a little bit more polished in the pass game. I don't need Jacoby Brissett to be Josh Allen, okay, or Patrick Mahomes. But when he's got a Barry Cooper one-on-one and this guy cooks him off the line and there's nobody within 30 feet of him, I just need him to make that throw. Yes. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Put it on him. I'm not asking you to do that 30 times a, a game. I mean, the Bills asked Josh Allen to go be great 30 to 40 times a game. They're like, you got to go out there and just dominate this game. I just need Jacoby to do it three to five times a game. Yep. And the rest of it, just turn around, hand it off to Nick Chubb. Yep. Manage the game. Yep. So, but you got to hit some of those chunk plays. Again, it's the NFL. It's hard to drive the ball 80 yards, 10 plays mm-hmm. every time. If the defense gives it to you, I mean, look at look at Carolina. They were doing awful. And then Junk Baker plays. makes one good throw on a busted coverage. They got the lead it, because of one chunk play. Yep. If the defense gives it to you, you have to take you have to take it that opportunity. You can't let it go. We can't throw it over the guy's head. Nope. And but going back to John's point earlier, he didn't turn the ball over. So just 
don't commit any turnovers, that puts us in a great position to be successful right there. Even if we don't hit on big chunk plays, as long as we're not giving the ball to the deep, the other team, we, we'll probably be okay. With kick our a defense, bunch of field our goals. run game, yeah, and, and our kicker, thankfully. Kick a bunch of field goals if you have to. I would like to uh, get off to a good start, too, quick, because it's the home opener. Mm-hmm. We got Brownie the Elf on the field. We're 1-0. I think Browns fans know we have a chance to be 2-0, like a very real shot. Mm-hmm. The atmosphere is going to be nuts. Justin's going to be up there screaming his head off. That's right. No voice. No voice <laughs> so, on the show Monday. He's going to sound like me next week. Yeah, probably because um, I have strep well, throat. And you me. know, the thing, too, to think about, you know, 2-0 and is a huge advantage going into the season because we're looking at the schedule coming up as, if, as it is now. But who's to say week three rolls around, Mr. Trubisky maybe gets hurt this week, they got to roll out Kenny Pickett, and he's not ready. Maybe it's a much easier Pittsburgh game. Maybe – the Falcons, something happens to Mariota. They got their rookie. You know, you just never know some of these teams who we're going to be facing when we get there. So the more wins we can rack up now that we that we can get, you know, we need to take them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could end up facing Michael Vick <laughs> 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 for the Falcons. Good thing our logo's not a dog still. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, <bro>. uh, wow. <laughs> Too far. I like Mike Vick. <laughs> I couldn't pass up on that. That was pretty good. Um, but, yeah. Come out to a fast start. Get the crowd into it. Um, man, in starting the season 2-0, and it's a lot easier to go to where you want to be with a good start. Teams that start 0-2, 0-3, I don't know the exact percentage, but making the playoffs is very low. It, it, it goes like, down rapidly. Yes. So to start 2-0, and it's a, I don't want to say it's a cushion, but it's like, man, we're checking, we're checking boxes. We don't have to fight against ourselves. Yes. We, if, if we lose this game, we go one and one. You know, now it's a game that we should have won. We didn't win. Now we're fighting ourselves on that loss. It sucks to take care of the playoffs by one game and you lost to the Jets in week two. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah or but, week, what, 16 a couple of years ago? Well, yeah. you know, they, they said, oh, all you guys have COVID. They can't play. That's right. So um, come out, play good, clean football, good special teams, make all your kicks. They listened to us a lot last week. Yeah. We made all our kicks. We caught all our punt snaps. I, I do one thing. Uh, what about? Well, you're, are you thinking of Felton? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you notice he wasn't back there after that. Like, man, go get somebody. If we don't have anybody who's better than that, there, there's got to be return specialists available. Has to be somewhere. Oh my God. His first three, I was like, holy crap! Has he never done this? Before? <laughs> what are you thinking, Justin? <laughs> John, who is your bus uh, for the Browns this year? Oh yeah. Uh, Demetric Felton. Yeah, <laughs> mine too. But I don't know. It's just one week. Let's see what happens. Yes. Yeah. Uh, mine was Schwartz. So we'll see. <laughs> it's a three. It's a three man race. John, I will say who you got. I think John called it though when he said the rookie with the biggest impact. Cade York. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cade York. A hundred percent. I mean, you know, David Bell. Luckily, I didn't even notice him out there. Well, he didn't. You know, I don't know if he know if he had a target. He didn't catch anything. Obviously. So I, I don't remember. He's a third team. round rookie wide receiver. I think. Again, none of our receivers are going to do that great, no. I don't think. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be a little while. Yep. Um, but let us know what you guys want to see out of the Browns here week two against the Jets. Um, good chance to go 2-0. and Don't let this slip through our fingers. Um, let us know what you guys thought about the game at Carolina. Thank you guys for checking out another episode of The Dogs. Thanks for being patient with us this week. Um, we usually try to get these episodes out a lot sooner after the games because of work schedules and clearly I suck um, (laughs) health-wise. It just took a little bit longer, so we appreciate you guys being patient. Um, Browns are 1-0. We couldn't be more thrilled to be sharing this moment with all of you guys for the first time in a long time. 
Uh, for all the Dog Pack members, we'll see you guys on the After Hour Show. To everyone else, we'll see you guys next week when we discuss how it feels to be 2 and 0. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and join the dogs.com. Yeah.